0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Matrix Breakers. We've got Sammy Kate. We're going to talk about intuition here, and we're going to get into the spiritual matrix as well. Uh, Sammy, introduce yourself with the uh, with this community here.
1: Yeah. So, hi everyone. My name is Sammy. Um, some people know me as Sammy Kate, and I have recently launched an intuition alchemy program. Um, so I'm a huge advocate for intuition and understanding how to strengthen that part of ourself that is so powerful. And we were born with you know, this incredible gift. And so I really want to kind of embrace that part of myself, including just everyone. I feel that this in particular is so important. Um, and it just feels like it's really the key to understanding what we're meant to do here, who we are, and um, really disconnecting from kind of the modern matrix, as you call it.
0: Wow, yes, I absolutely love that. And um, just this whole thing about you and intuition, it's, it's powerful, uh, and it's definitely something my audience would absolutely appreciate because mm-hmm. we're all about tapping into our true selves, getting into our true nature. And I think you're going to help us with that today. And uh, Sammy, I want you to share with us um, where did this intuition for you personally make a change? And w- where did you realize that your intuition was powerful in your life?
1: Yeah. So I was in a pretty intense relationship uh, this last year and there was um, just very clear signs and, I just continued to not listen to them. I kept overstepping my intuition. It was so loud and my body began to kind of um, re- respond and react. And um, yeah, and so finally when we, when we parted ways, um, I had a kidney stone pass. And so I realized that all of this could have been so much different if I had listened to that part of myself, that higher self uh, thread. And I realized after that, that I never wanted to not listen to her again, that I absolutely had to commit to myself and that intuition piece, because it guides us. And it just completely guided me every step of the way. After that breakup, it led me through a whole uh, journey in Costa Rica to kind of regain my own sense of self, um, my own sense of peace. And, you know, relationships are so hard. I mean, they really pull on every part of ourself, every part that we think we know, and uh, those deeper kind of just karmic patterns. Um, and so I feel like the intuition is constantly sharing with us where and how and what we're supposed to be doing and really it informs every part of ourselves: our communication um and how we how we just relate to the world as a Mm -hmm. whole with one person with our family with our job with where we live so i'm just like wow this is huge
0: so it sounds like Well, I was going to say, it sounds like it's possible to ignore your intuition. You think that's a crisis today people are facing?
1: Definitely. Yeah. Why are we not listening to this intuitive piece? Why is this not, you know, spoken about more? Um, And I mean, I'm sure within our communities, we're always saying like, yeah, I intuitively did this. And I just feel like it's so pivotal in where we're at today, you know, with, I mean, I don't mean to bring up, but, you know, vaccination with this whole thing, it's like, what is your mm-hmm. intuition say? You know, we can be doing mm-hmm. so much research. We can be spending, you know, so much money on going to learn about these things outside of ourselves, but we all have the answers mm-hmm. and that's fascinating to me.
0: Yeah, actually, um, on a biochemical level, if you, my dad did this, he's a chiropractor, right? So he knows the meridian points in the body. And, uh, he'll, he'll actually, he'll, he can, he can actually diagnose you by pressing into your organs and touching something inside of your body. Right. And he will, um, if, if two things can happen, one is he's just doing it where he's t- detecting something and he'll have you raise your arm up. If you have, maybe you've done this before with physical therapy, mm-hmm. they have you raise your arm up and then they, they touch something like your, your kidney and then there, and then they try to make you hold, right? Hold the arm up, okay? If anybody's ever the I muscle mean, for the podcast listening, yeah, like mm-hmm. you're you're placing your the 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 practitioners placing their hand over your wrist, and they're pressing down while you're trying to hold their arm up, while you're trying to hold their hand up, and so he will be able my bro, my dad, but any practitioner really, but a chiropractor in specific is like he's pushing on all the parts of the body, like where are you weakest right now, and that's how he actually can tell. Oh, this is, you know, you have a a lung issue right now. You know, this is what's hurting you most. And you're because you won't be able to actually same pressure is applied when putting down the practitioner hand is placing down on you. The same pressure is applied. But when you get really weak and your arm starts to fall, it's actually detecting that that's that's something that's wrong with you. The second part is they can give you a product. Like you said, intuition, it's like they can give you a Coca-Cola and if you hold a coca-cola in your hand and the, do the same practice then your body will be weak okay but if you hold something like an organic apple or something in your hand mm. and it's good for you your 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 body's strong and mm-hmm. it responds biochemically and so i think that's a, mo- a more like scientific way of saying that there's a part of our intuition that's 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 like you said why do all the research when re- really your gut can tell you things can communicate with you and and on that is like on a an, on a biochemistry level you know and i did, and anything That's you amazing. want to add on that i have another question for you
1: yeah um well i know you're really into like yeah the scientific background of it and so i mean this has been around for centuries um it goes way back to when we were not asked or wanted to tune into our spiritual selves so People that resonate with being a witch or being, you know, anything of that supernatural um, type or theme Mm -hmm. that people really looked and frowned down upon that because why? Because of the power that Mm -hmm. it innately, you know, allowed us to tune into. Um, And so the gut. So that's really where the intuition comes from. It's this whole experience of our gut instinct explaining to us does that feel good yes or no is this the right person I'm supposed to be connecting with yes or no is this the right car salesman I'm supposed to be buying this vehicle oh. right I mean mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. and yeah and so so there's a lot to be said about the gut right there's a lot of conversations of gut health and all of these things and I feel mm-hmm. like that has a lot to do with the spiritual aspect while most of 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 our uh, modern day, you know, society does not have access to it. So really, clearing out that gut, really understanding that the gut is the second brain, and from the gut, then we have these neurons that are firing off, that are telling our brain, yes, no, is this the right choice? You um, know,
0: I think of a of a cultural term that people are using today, and that's called vibe right? I don't vibe with that person for some reason. I don't vibe with, they don't, they Mm -hmm. don't, and and what they're, it's short for like vibration, like on a vibrational frequency, I don't vibe or jive with that person, or I do very much vibe. I love this person's vibe. And um, it's funny, I think that came from hip hop or something, some song, but (laughs) that is interesting because today, it is a part of our intuition is because of, we're all frequency beings, you know, so when you, like you said, the car salesman, it's like, I don't know, I don't like this guy's vibe. He's just not, you know, uh, or like you get somebody and you, and you, you ever make a purchase and you feel so satisfied with it. Like I have definitely done that before where mm-hmm. I'm like, I just feel like this is a great program for me or something. And you just mm-hmm. send it, you know, and that's mm-hmm. all about your intuition, like your feeling. Mm-hmm. And I like you, like just checking in with yourself, like, is this mm-hmm. the right person for me to do this or that? And, um, especially people, cause people were all resonating with different people uh, I can also, de- I think it could deal with objects, like your art in your room, how you design your feng shui. Yeah, It's like, does this flow good? Does this feel yeah. good? And, and I, I want to my-
1: add to that too, sorry to interrupt. so intuition is highly effective if you don't think about it too much. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I've also been recognizing, right? Because that's when the mind gets in the way so you could be like oh this painting looks so amazing but I don't know like this and this and what about my you know my friend she might not it's like no you have to stop the mind it's that first thing and it's kind of like the muscle test you're talking about so what is that first instinct did it say like yes or no and so often we have this experience where we think about it too much and then we don't do it and then we regret not doing it Right. And of course, like the universe always has it perfectly aligned for either option, but I don't know. What do you think about that?
0: Yeah. Like, um, I always kind of, I tend to do, I, I like the word revisit. So if I see a painting on the wall and I, my first vibe is like, I don't know. I also decide, I don't know yet. There's this like,
1: mm. I'm just like, I'm just going to let
0: that process for a minute. And like, let me see how it feels later. I do talk with and coach with people. And I'm like, And they're like, oh my God, this is all happening to me, blah, 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 you know? And I'm like, just because it's happening now doesn't mean you you need to make a decision right now. Mm -hmm. It actually doesn't mean you make, make a decision because you should just be patient with that and let it develop because Mm -hmm. a lot of people are suffering from, uh, deciding too quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. there is an intuitive part of deciding quickly and having this discernment, you know, of like, no F that, you know, or like, absolutely, you know? So that's really, that's really good. And um, somebody just told me that last night they were, that we were at an event and she was like, I had to, she's like, I had five pathways of life. Like my life could go in five directions. She told me, and she's like, and, and i finally, I got to this point where I'm like, I'm saying yes to this, but I need a fuck yes mm-hmm. from out of life, like with a path yeah. I'm trying to choose. Uh, yeah. So I think there's definitely that part, part of you. And then uh, there is that part of like your intuition, I think also works over some time. And it doesn't mean you're thinking about it. It literally means you're not thinking about it. You're actually like, just try to distance yourself from the situation, go on a walk, get in touch with nature. I don't know what you think about that, but just kind of let, the, let it process. It doesn't mean you're sitting there thinking about it. Don't lose sleep over it, but you'll address it differently when you feel different if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Like if you're hangry and someone, you know, you're dealing with somebody, but you're hungry you're like, I just need some food first. And then I'll like rethink about that problem. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, that brings me to, you know, the emotional authority people. So you're talking about taking time to really sit with what is my intuition saying? Well, if you're an emotional person, which I am, I need to take time. I need at least three days, some say a whole full moon circle, or uh, cycle. Yeah, sorry, cycle. Yeah. Um, to really sit with, well, what is my emotion saying versus what is my intuition saying? Mm-hmm. And so many people in relationships, right? This is a huge factor. This is, it's very challenging. It's like, oh my God. Like, and especially if the person's right in front of you and they're just like waiting for an answer, right? So in those moments, you really have to be This is where good communication comes in, but you have to be so honest and say, look, I I need some time. And, and that means just like being with yourself, you know, not going out, not like filling up your cup with distractions, but you know, this person's important to you or this situation. You really have to take that emotional space to tune in. And, you know, you know, you know, the intuition versus the emotion. And oftentimes they're the opposite right? So like if we're, we're with someone and we love them so much, but things are just not working. There's a part of you that just knows that this really is not in the highest for both of us. This isn't a benefit for both of us right now. And that's the hardest decision yet. It's, there's something about it. There's something about the intuition really speaking up over that emotion. And that's courage. You know, that takes bravery And that's why I feel like it's so important to have an accountability friend or, you know, group of friends, someone that's really like able to kind of hold that space with you, such as a coach, you know, or, or guide or an elder or someone that, you know, sees you, sees your purpose here, sees your path. And, and they want to, you know, help you get to that place. Um, And there's totally space and time to, you know, grieve and and go through that dark night of the soul, and within that, just keep kind of focusing in on that that emotional space. What is the emotion versus the intuition?
0: I feel like uh, the yeah, intuition just, the intuition is the mountaintop, and the emotion is the valley, where the emotion okay. is like it's very present, it's happening, and it changes. It's very moldable, and whereas the intuition is this like broad view of like the situation. And being like, yeah, no, what is right? What is, you know, right for you, you know, genuinely. And then you said it perfectly with connecting with people, uh, like a peer review, you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. is this guy good for me? You know, and these are people who love and who love you unconditionally, right? Right. Uh, You can't ask uh, some business competitor if like your business is good, because like sometimes it could be like, I don't know, it could be critical. Whereas if you ask like an ally or a real friend who knows you and can respect you and has a I just said this yesterday. Someone said, yeah, I had, she, she's, she's produces music. Okay. And she's like, I sent my song to a friend and he like was so like technical about his response. He didn't like this part and this part and this part, but like my other friends said they like it and blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, I said, you know, it's a tightrope because you have your friends that will like mommy you and be like, Oh my God, blessings. Mm-hmm. Like your song is perfect. You know, you're beautiful right where you're at. And that's wonderful. You need that. But then mm-hmm. there's also the person that's a little more, more of a critic you know, Mm -hmm. but then you have that person in the middle. That's like a balance of this was good about the song, but this could use an adjustment. And like you said, more or less like an elder, maybe even somebody in the music space with some respect and some thoughts. And so sometimes people seek advice from people with lifestyles they don't want. Mm -hmm. It's the craziest thing. Why are you asking your aunt who's divorced three times? God bless her about your relationship? Mm-hmm. it's like, you're getting this advice from somebody who's not necessarily successful with their marriage or with their previous marriages. And sometimes we tend to open, be open to that. So we have to kind of have that balance of counsel, somebody who you respect, somebody who, you know, you might really connect with, especially in a particular area, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was going through this relational um challenge I was just I was in it like I was in complete just anxiety trauma I mean I could barely make my own decisions um and and so I was connecting with this elder a Navajo elder and he led me through a meditation um over the phone and it changed my life uh we Mm -hmm. met through happenstance, and he could tell that there was a reason that we were connecting, and it turned out that through this breakup, he was a huge resource for me. He really helped kind of catapult me out of this situation and bring me closer to what what he saw, which was you know my pure spirit, my pure love, my pure um, just innocence, and and yeah. So he he took me through this meditation and it was the first time that I had connected with my higher self in who knows how long. And I was beyond myself like, wow. I mean, and he kind of opened up the space and illuminated like, what does what this higher self look like? You know, what is what would she be saying to you right now? What is she saying to you right now? And I mean, tears were rolling down my eyes because I was like, oh my God, I've been letting her down this whole time. Mm she's been asking me to you know, do this and do this. And I just completely neglected her because I don't know, I was on a path of superficiality and ego, and I wanted to continue to be in this relationship that I thought served me and had this safety component. And really it was, it was killing me inside. I mean, I just was wow. not listening.
0: Were you on any so, drugs or ayahuasca? Was it a ceremonial thing or was this a no. real meditation? That's exciting.
1: Oh yeah, the meditation. No, yeah, completely sober. I thought you were That's talking beautiful. about the relationship. I was like, no, oh, no oh. drugs.
0: <laughs> Sometimes, uh, no, no. Yeah. In the in the ceremony or whatever, this this elder, uh, this Native American, you know, who's who's you're able to hold that space for you. I just find it interesting because, of of course, a lot of people, and this is nothing again, but they take ayahuasca or they take DMT mm-hmm. and they find these very awakening moments. But it's beautiful actually to sound, to hear that somebody was able to take you through a meditation that. Helped you reach that point with your higher self and yeah. you're able to connect directly with her and, and see that perspective.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was huge. And, and so once I did that, I was like, I know what I need to do and I can't, I can't look back. I can't pretend like I didn't just have this conversation. Ooh, with my you can't self.
0: unlearn it. Can't unlearn yeah. what you just learned. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that started, to where I'm at now and I didn't even know I was going to be like holy shit intuition like this is what I'm here to do this is what I'm here to share this is I want this to be a benefit to everyone because I mean I've been in the spiritual community you know for I don't know the last 10 years or so and uh-huh. um, we make mistakes we don't always follow through we don't always get the lessons you know and So it doesn't matter who you are. I mean, we all are doing it. We've all overstepped to where we realize like, oh, I totally should have listened to myself on that one. And it's something that I feel is just really important to keep talking about, to keep being real. And that's something, um, for example, I walked into the grocery store the other day and I ran into a friend and she told me that she had just left the doctor's office. And so she wanted to, kind of just she just shared everything with me and I just listened to her and she shared that it was a relationship issue that she's now having this health problem and I was like yeah been there you know I totally understand and I was like what are you going to do about it Mm. and it was the first time someone really looked at her in the eyes without you know being kind and sweet like oh it's going to get better like, don't worry, you're going to be okay. I'm, I'm sending you love and well wishes. No, I looked at her and I said, what are you going to do about it? And she loved it. She was just like, oh my God, like, I need you in my life. I need to, I need this energy. Like I, you're so right. Like, I, I feel like I've been just sleeping and, and I'm scared and I'm, yeah, I feel so alone and no one has really been able to support me in this. And You know, I mean, granted, we were in the grocery store aisle, but there was just that that moment of like, I was really seeing her and it it's up to you, you know, it's really up to you. And I'm not going to sugarcoat that for anyone because I'm not going to do that for myself. And that's terrifying. You know, it's really scary to have someone kind of hold you accountable and be like, look, I see that you're suffering from this and you see why you know, and only, you know, the ins and outs of that, but there's some part of your soul that's speaking through you. That's asking you to help, to listen, to trust her, to trust that part of yourself. That is, yeah, that it might hurt for a little while, you know, that grieving is going to happen, but it's okay. Because on the other side of that, something brilliant is also going to happen. Mm -hmm. And that's the message that I want to share, you know, and, and yeah, it's been, it's been a journey for me too, you know, to share that message in such a real and raw way because people don't, yeah, I've been there. We don't want to listen. Mm -hmm. We're not ready to yet. And that's okay.
0: So a lot to unpack because one is you, you met somebody, you, you saw an old friend at the grocery store. And so that goes to the point of, you never know uh, where you might make an impact on someone's life. You know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be some retreat in Costa Rica where like, they have to choose to be there to make up like, no, there's people running around out here everywhere that need help. Mm -hmm. that need guidance. Okay. And that woman was able to receive, she was able to be like, okay, thank you for acknowledging. And I do need help, you know, and we do know those people and you've been there. I've been there where we're not ready to, we're not ready for that right now. Yeah. <laughs> we're actually yeah. more like in this situation. So a lot of those people, even practitioners, let's say like ourselves, or we want to help people, we're very much mm-hmm. counsel to people. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to be learn, we have to learn patience. And I know there's people listening that are really good with this stuff too, but we have to learn to be patient. You're not gonna always make a super impact on them right then and there. Yeah. And yeah. if you try to overdo it, okay. I know people in my life, okay, right now that will overdo it. They'll be like, this person's messed, they're fucking up because they're not you know, taking action and breaking up with that girlfriend of theirs or just, you know, and it's, it's kind of like, Hey dude, you might be right. Okay. But they're you need to be patient because that's, that, that's their situation, you know, and you want to help your friends, especially like close friends. I mean, I personally, my dad, even he was married to the wrong people for like most of my childhood, you know what I mean? Like, cause it was a divorce from my mom. And then he like remarried multiple times. And so there were so many moments in my own childhood where I'm just like, dad, why are you going to advantage of? And he just, he let the women run relationships. And it was just one of those things where like your own dad, you know, you want to get real with them, but you're just the son. You're just, you know? And so it's little things where you're, you're, you're never going to like, you know, you, you should never uh, try to make that impact immediately and expect all the change you, what, what you did with her. And, and it's more so because she was like a seed already there. You watered it and maybe even fertilized it. But sometimes we're just planting the seed. Mm-hmm. Like they haven't even had anyone in their life to even get real. So sometimes it's, you're just planting and then like you can water it. And then another part of that is a conscious effort to network and connect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then with you, for example, I called you on the phone was just like, I just wanted to talk to you on the phone and have a conversation. Cause we've only had brief conversations before. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to get to know Sammy, you know, I'm a caller. And I called you and then like, you want to get lunch right now? What are you doing? Where are you? You know, it was very like, I was like in alignment. I was like, yes, like, let's do that. And even at lunch, it was like, it turned from like small talk between you and I to like, let's get real. Let's talk about what's really going on. And it was so vulnerable for you. And like, we were getting, we had a great conversation Mm -hmm. and it led us to what we're doing now, having real great conversations with people who are tuning in, you know? And, um, And then just to top it all off, is it seems like that meditation, I always ask people with my podcast is, what was your red pill moment? And, and so if you've seen the matrix, the movie, you, uh, you can take the blue pill or the red pill and the blue pill puts mm-hmm. you back to sleep, right? You, you forget about all the problems. You, you go back in the matrix and you forget that you ever learned about the truth, right? Mm-hmm. And then the red pill is like, you, you, you're ready for the change. You're ready to fight mm-hmm. the change mm-hmm. and to make the difference and to acknowledge it, right? So in your life, you can, you can translate that into anything to me, if you want to answer that question or emphasize on it again, uh, but what, what would be that red pill? Would it be that meditation you had? Would that would be a radical shift in your life or something different? I mean, do you want to emphasize on that?
1: Yeah. Um, thank you for that question. I feel like, um, I would call that more like the purple pill because it was more of like a bridge. You know mm-hmm. that really helped me kind of gap the red pill and come into I don't know uh, the crystal rainbow pill. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that was definitely some form of you know in between moments where what I've noticed in my experiences, we have you know we have we meet people, we have signs, we have all these things if we're paying attention that are like oh, wow, that this person's here for a reason. This person's really meant to help uh, bring me out of this or this flower, it's so beautiful. I've never noticed these colors before. And then I have a thought, oh, because I've been kind of in a trance lately. I don't like this trance anymore. I, I, I miss who I am. I miss how I used to see things when I was a little girl or you know anything. I mean, it could literally be anything that helps bridge us out of these, Uh, red pills
0: Mm. into
1: the rainbow pill. But the red pill for me is more of like that abuse or that thing or that, you know, um, accident or health issue. Like that's the red pill. That's like, Oh fuck. Like I can't, you know, Mm. ignore this anymore. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, well, what do we do with that? And that's when it takes, you know, these, this patience, but also action step or, you know, prayer, which is kind of what I get into with my one-on-ones, which is the ritual aspects of Mm -hmm. that very sensitive space because you're in it. That's when you're like kind of just uh, the caterpillar that's like in that cocoon and you don't know what's going to happen next. And you're like freaking out on the inside. Every part of you is like, help me like someone you're walking around. Like, you know, people are looking at you. You're having all these crazy thoughts. You're just extra sensitive and and yeah you start to have these breakthroughs you know Mm -hmm. but it's like spirit wants you to have these breakthroughs but you really also have to be on board and it's just the same with having anyone you know guiding you and so when I met this elder friend of mine after we had done that phone call meditation he invited me to a peyote meeting um, in so Malibu. that
0: but meditation was over a phone call. It was over the phone. So it's so just for everyone out there. It's like, yeah. this is possible even over the phone. Yeah, this kind of radical change. Okay, continue. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so he was like, Look, sister, I'm having a peyote meeting that I was asked to lead in Malibu. Um, at the time I was living in Nevada City, Northern California. And we had been trying to connect and meet up ever since we met. And he could tell I was going through this huge initiation. He wanted to help me. He felt like there was a reason we had connected. So as I'm going through this breakup, um, he had just reached out occasionally and said, "You know, I hope you're doing well." And I was just very honest, like I'm not doing well. That's what led to this meditation. And then he further invited me to this peyote meeting, which I have uh, history with, experience with. So. It felt for me like an incredible opportunity to really step into, you know, my act of service, because that's how I thrive. So from going, you know, from being this kind of like malleable creature of like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it to, oh, I'm being asked to be of service now. Some part of my psyche was like, okay, turning on. This feels like a yes. So I went and I I mean, I was still in it, you know, I was still in this kind of vulnerable, like, I don't know what I'm doing right now space, but the structure of it, the guidance and the medicine really helped to show me that I am worthy, you know, that I am strong, that, I, that my vulnerability is a strength actually, that this experience is uh, catapulting me into something even more, beautiful um to learn about myself and to really create this community and to see that there's there's hope you know in my reality when I felt like I was really suffering and having such a hard time in my life so um I guess the point of that was just that um there's these allies that are constantly you know helping us out and it takes uh that courage and bravery that I spoke about earlier to kind of throw ourselves into the unknown, um, out of that malleable state and just be like, okay, there's a reason that I'm here and I'm going to show up and see what the universe, you know, has in store for me in this experience in this moment. And for yeah, in that peyote meeting, it was a really big, another kind of uh, purple pill as you want to call it. Um, I like
0: how, uh, you did that alone. I mean, did you, did you not, or did you call a friend? Did you, no. hey, I, I'm scared. I need you to meet me there. You just did this. And this is intuition yeah. to the max. Cause you're on a yep. solo journey. I just thought yep. that was interesting part of it. Yeah. And um, so the other question I have is uh, why do you think people are so cut off from their intuition? What do you think is, what do you think they're doing in their life? That's stopping them from tapping into their intuition. Um, mm. And, and how do they, how do they regain that? But more importantly, what what is it that's keeping them from it, you think?
1: The first thing that came to mind was fear. Uh, That's a generalized word, but fear. Mm -hmm. Um, We're constantly in fear. We're terrified of, you know, what else could possibly be out there that could, you know, tell us what to do or hurt us or control us. And so, you know, we stick with what we know. Um, and sometimes that looks like staying in relationships that are manipulative or abusive. Sometimes that looks like staying in a job that is undermining our intelligence or in a location that we're, you know, slowly feeling just so drained by. And a lot of it has to do with fear, fear of the unknown. So that intuition is so compelling and so strong yet we're still kind of like, oh, maybe like next year. I'll start to look into it. You know, I'll ask a friend, I'll, you know, reach out or I'll look online for, you know, maybe I'll find a trip to go to this place that I've always wanted to live. Um, There was a time where I wanted to move to Costa Rica. That felt huge. I was like, what? Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to move to Costa Rica? Where do I even start? And well, it started by taking a trip and that trip turned into being, you know, two months, three months, four months. And Granted, it didn't work out, but there was a lot, there was a whole story of why I was supposed to be there. But it's just like that, you know, it's like really heeding the message, but then acting on it, trying, like what's the first step, you know? And so to strengthen that bond with your intuition, your higher self wants to trust you, you know? You wanna trust it. So in order for that trust to really happen, you have to listen to it Mm -hmm. and that doesn't happen overnight. You have to actively be doing it. So every, every day, you know, what might that look like? Could start in small ways, but yeah. So to really practice your intuition, strengthening that bond, it means acting on it, taking that risk and just being like, I, I think I need to go, you know, and doing it. And maybe that looks like you also have, you know, a friend or a guide or someone to help you along the way, to um, embrace what it is that's coming through you. If we're, you know, around people that are just kind of like, you're crazy, like, I don't think so. Or, you know, unfortunately, people that are really stuck in their position at work or family life. I mean, God bless them, like they feel really stuck. But is it worth your life? You know, is it worth your, your one life right now in this body? and and your happiness because you will be a better person for that you will be a better person for listening to yourself you know your wife will be 10 times happier with you if you go take that trip to wherever to iceland to go do the thing that you felt like you needed to get out of that trip um or leave that job and you know be and maybe a little bit of you know the unknown realm for a time but we each deserve that and that's just so important to me. I think that we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our loved ones more than anything to embrace that, to support one another's mission and journey here. And that feels, you know, what I'm, when I feel called to do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. did that answer your question?
0: I did. I definitely did. And, okay. I, and more importantly, I think um, that what do you think are some practices daily, or even weekly, or monthly, however, occasionally, what practices can people actively do to maybe get more in touch with their intuition and, and, and feel like they're in alignment, or they're synchronized with it more often? What do you think that would be, like a couple different things?
1: Um. Well, so There's yeah, I'm thinking because there's many different ways. There's like the kind of surface level ways, and then there's like the deeper you're like going in with yourself, and you're going into kind of that ritual space that I was talking about earlier. Um,
0: But more of a meditation. There's that.
1: Yes, yeah, and and the ritual practices um, are actually were shared with me uh, by my elder friend Ron, interpreter. And in the Native American approach and perspective of intuition, they have a gorgeous uh, understanding of intuition and they have rituals that are created to help with uh, strengthening your intuition. I don't necessarily feel um, it's my place to share that um, online right now, but I will say for the more kind of like day-to-day intuitive practices, you know, journaling and really deepening in with yourself. So taking time, you know, what does that look like? Is it taking a walk, Um, you know, thinking back to where you were five years ago, where you are now and what has happened in your life that has brought you closer to, you know, the goals that you had in mind then. So those kind of things, like I love doing that. Like looking back two years ago and being like, "Wow, I was in, you know, such a different place in my life." And <clears throat> this is like, I seeing myself now. This is where I've been wanting to be. So, kind of creating those times, those moments with yourself to really take um, note of what has happened. What would you like to be different and? And then that intuitive piece will just inform you. It'll say, oh, yeah, actually, I didn't get around to doing that thing. I still would like to do that. And then again, the action piece. So setting aside time to go and do that, you know, so maybe you're like, well, I'm going to take off two weeks in uh, September to go to this area and explore it because I've been wanting to do that now for a couple of years. Um, mm. So that feels like a good practice. Um and it's a big practice, you know, it's, it's something that is a part of your everyday life. So I don't necessarily like to even call it a practice. It's just like, how do you want to live it's just, your life?
0: It's your being. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's your living being. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I think of a few things. I think of like, whenever I do yoga and then after doing a meditation, it's like, I purposefully will have like, it's how often are we just off our phone? Like, when does that happen? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just off our phone, either not responding to people, not on the phone, not off the phone, not in a sense that you're social media. What we're just always on our phones now. Yeah. Um, and I take but that yoga we're practice for
1: everyone tuning in right now to this. I know, day. right? <laughs> yeah.
0: I know, right? Uh, and even yeah. the podcasters who are listening, this will be pre-recorded, but you know, for later, they're listening, like doing something, right? They're probably doing some kind mm-hmm. of activity, and I'm asking you right now, if you're listening to this, you know, find that activity that brings you the most presence. Um, and I would even, um, I would attune that to, of course, like a yoga practice where you're just, it's you literally just you. And when you're stretching and those specific poses in yoga, there's like, sometimes I just want to cry because there's something just Mm -hmm. being released there and it's somewhat painful, but then it's so crazy cool. Right. When you get out of that pose, this relief, just this automatic relief that happens um, right then and there, and the blood flow and everything happening on the bot in, in, in the body that allows that to be more present. And so mm-hmm. your organs in your body and your and your limbs are all just becoming so connected and synergized. That's a part of what I would say keeps people in alignment. Uh, maybe more intuitive. And um, even even playing sports, they say that there's this cl- there's this uh, thing they call it. Um, I can't remember what it's. It's like slow mo. And there are these, it's incredible when you play sports and you're really focused, things do turn slow motion. And so whenever it's like, whether I play disc golf or volleyball or something simple, it's since you're so present, you're so present. And then possibly even people like teammates are counting on you, you know, you're like everything's slow-mo. And what happens is I just feel like that connection to yourself, it actually brings about that presence. And that presence is like your intuition can like You can make decisions all of a sudden. You're like, I don't know why I, when I play disc golf and it's just me focusing on throwing the disc and it's a kind of a hike, it's just me with my headphones in, you know, listening to music or something. I'm like making all these executive decisions in my life. It's the craziest thing. And I would even say in the shower, a lot of people in the shower, you're finally away from your phone. You're totally by yourself, hopefully, unless you got a partner and you like to get it on in there. But other than that, you know, you're like in your zone. And you're just thinking, washing, washing the body, right? Like caretaking, washing the hair, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that that is when a lot of people get to think and process things Mm -hmm. and they can make those, that that intuition touches up on them. And especially I'm sure when you were going through your thing with your, with this guy, it's like probably the shower was this place where you're like, is this right for me? Like there's Mm -hmm. all this happening and it's constantly, you know, it's a, it's an emotional roller coaster. but I just thought of a handful of ways that I think I can, I try to connect with with you know breathing too just like slowing the breath mm. down and then just having a breathing exercise of just like you know um a process of deciding something and and just living intuitively but you're absolutely right overall it's a being it's a it's and that's mm. what they say about getting healthy it's like I want to lose 20 pounds and it's like okay well you have to change your whole lifestyle you know it's not just a i'm going to target and laser beam like the 20 pounds off like no it's not going to work like that It's a process, you know, of all these different
1: elements that go into it, right? Well, I think uh, what you were saying with the sports and the yoga that applies um, so well for people with the emotional kind of authority as well, as far as just like taking time, moving your body, you absolutely need to like be moving your energy because that emotion is just going to rile up and come in, come out as a verbal, you know, like, yes, Mm. no, I don't know. And that doesn't get anyone anywhere besides, you know, maybe some apologies later. So it's so important to, yeah, move the body. Um, So I say, yeah, taking a walk, sitting in the sun, the sun is like this gift from, you know, the heavens. I mean, that sunlight is so, for me at least, it just really allows me to feel like I'm being absorbed and I'm absorbing information and so in that way I can kind of go into this like meditative trance state and all of a sudden I won't even have to ask questions but the answers will arrive you're a California Um, girl yeah Uh but um the same goes for dreaming so I mean I don't know about anyone else out there but I get intense dreams and I wake up the next morning and I just kind of uh meditate on them and I'm like whoa, that just totally gave me a clue to this obstacle that I feel like I've been faced with. And it might not even make sense, but it will, um, I believe. So yeah, there's, you know, all these kind of in between uh, liminal realms is what I like to call them that help us to also understand what is our intuition saying, you know, Mm. and I, I remember seeing a therapist and she's like, do you dream and I was like, yeah, like a lot. And she's like, I need you to create a dream journal. Like I was going to ask um, you, this is your homework. You yeah. And I mean, you know, everyone's heard of this. I'm sure as far as just like, you know, but it's hard. It's like, okay, now I got to wake up, write it down. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you can do that, there's so much information in our dreams. Um because sometimes our waking state, you know, has so much uh, distraction, but totally. Yeah.
0: A hundred percent. I think dreams are completely spiritual. Uh, At our last workshop, not this previous one, but the last one in last month in June, we had uh, somebody uh, talk about um, a, like a dream, like, like lucid dreaming, you know, and Mm -hmm. how that could even benefit your life. And like, he's like, you want a really lucid dream. I mean, it was really funny because you don't think of controlling your dreams a lot. But yeah, he did a whole practice on that. Um, but yeah, I absolutely am in alignment with with even that. And um, I, I think the, you got a response from people that they wanted to talk about intuition and in relationships, you mm-hmm. know, so, um, and we've got plenty of time. Um, it turns out, like, I think we have good time, by the way. I think I did somehow renew my membership or something on Zoom, but anyway. Um, but yeah, so- People wanted to know about relationships. And I I think I had a specific question about it, which is, well, let's start with the the issues. Um, I I asked a question that what are major issues that come up in relationships when people are not connected to their intuition? What are some of those, I think you could say, like components that go into it?
1: Yeah, I would say. um, So... I don't know how to put this into like a specific words, more like a story. So have you ever experienced where you are, you know, okay, let's say you're not listening to your higher self or your intuition. It's telling you, you know, you re- Dylan, you really need to go play volleyball today or Dylan, you should probably go on that hike with your brother or Dylan, you should probably reach out to that other woman because you know, what she has to talk about is really important and you drive with that. So let's say you're in a relationship, right? And your partner might have insecurities around connecting with other women, or you spend too much time with your brother, or you're, you know, you're not paying enough attention to her. So what ends up happening is that now you're not following the thread that you feel is necessary for your journey. And you're listening to what your partner says, or you want to overcompensate for her insecurities. And this happens, it starts to happen more and more and more until, you know, that person is going to feel like you're not actually in your power anymore, right? And so you're sitting there like kind of resentful because you're like, wait, I was doing this because I didn't want you to feel bad. I wanted to, you know, be here and show you that I care by not doing these things. This happened so much and we this is a huge problem, you know, we're not listening to ourselves. So in order to really respect both parties, communication, you have to say, look, I'm going to be doing this thing today, babe. And I'd love to see you later. Or, hey, I'd love it if you join my brother and I on a hike. However, but to really be honoring your journey, um, that that intuition within your journey, that's so important. Um, So I see that as being, you know, kind of a a relational.
0: um, That was perfectly said. I'm not even kidding. Like, it's so true that Mm -hmm. people's one part of them, like an insecurity around something can, you know, inhibit that partner from exploring something that could be incredible for them. And not only for them personally, but for the relationship. Mm -hmm. And the more and more people want to clamp down somebody in a certain, in a way that they see fit, it's so restricting that they end up um, getting resentful towards that partner. And, Mm -hmm. and, and they being the other partner, who's trying to follow their intuition, they may not even know why they resent their partner. They may Mm -hmm. like be like, well, you don't let me want to do what I want to do or something. But like uh, on a fundamental level, on a spiritual level, it's like, no, it's that I'm not following my intuition. And that because of this, I'm deviating from a path of life that I should be on, you know? And, and that is, I don't know where I'm going now. And, and now it's like, I don't know if this happens for females a lot, but they become really, uh, and then well males too, for sure. But they become dependent completely on their Mm -hmm. Mm partner, whether that means spiritually, financially, um, sexually, um, uh, on a physical level, just overall, like next to them. uh, Yeah. It's, it's so powerful. I mean, That's incredible. I thought of, um, you know, not following their intuition is also like, uh, even if they're happy together, even if like they're, they, they don't have insecurities, for example, I just feel like when they're not following their intuition, they're also not, they're, they're not guiding uh, because the more and more you follow your intuition, I believe that this should bring you closer and closer together. It should bring that partnership to like a a hegemony that comes together even better and Mm -hmm. everyone can see it and feel it. You know, um, because it's like you see they're, they're in their power and the other partner is in their power and the way they show up, you know, and of course, I mean, I've had this in my life, but I aspire to have it again as well. Is just the power couple, that mm-hmm. aspect of that woman is perfect and beautiful. And with my relationships, I allow my partner to like explore and to do and to believe and to do whatever they want to do. And I'm like, I'm like I tell people sometimes as an entrepreneur and everything, I'm like, I am so free market that I'm like, if she's gonna go out there like and do something with her life, like I want her to just be able to explore all that stuff because it gets me to become better. Instead of being insecure or whatever, it's more like I want to keep exploring my part of my life and stay focused on on you and your own, you know, center of gravity, if you will, not being selfish, but just focusing on you, you know, it'll it'll make your relationship even better because you you're more interesting. Both partners are more interesting. You know, they have more to talk about more to more to share. Right. Cause if it's just y'all are together, together, together all the time, it can get a little bit like mundane and a little bit too boring, you know, and it could ruin relationships. I think. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for saying all that. Um, Yeah. It's a huge buzzkill in relationships to just be like, I'm going to do this for you or okay. I'm going to stop, you know, or I'm now I'm going to feel jealous because you're doing that thing that you didn't let me do. It's just, I mean, it's, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. We can probably all relate to that. A hundred
0: percent. And so then yeah. on the flip side, okay. What can be achieved in a partnership when intuition is embraced and honored? What do you think is possible there?
1: Um, I mean, absolute freedom, you know, freedom of who we are here to be and and I feel that if we're supposed to be together there's no need for you know control or um, trying to oversee how someone else is choosing to live their life I mean absolutely we can share our thoughts and advice from a loving place you know and and we can feel that like is it coming from a loving place we can even ask hey sweetie where is that coming from you know this is really something I want to do. And I know this might feel triggering, but you know, I'd like you to trust me and we can have those conversations and it just creates more strength in the relationship. I think that it allows for both people to just be themselves. And like you said, everyone can feel that, you know, other people will tune in and be like, Whoa, that's a badass relationship. Like I want to learn from them. And then you just have this like expanded sense of love and beauty and connection from your whole community. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's absolutely like a form of a power couple in my opinion.
0: That's so, so when you mentioned you went to the peyote ceremony, right. And Mm -hmm. you had this whole, you know, process for yourself. You said that you were, had a call to service. Mm -hmm. Okay. You said that. And I think that translates into like, I did a podcast called a call to leadership which mm-hmm. is like, I, I convince people in this podcast, I'm like, you need to step up in life because we need you. We need you in your full self. I don't need you worried about your bullshit right now. Mm-hmm. I need you to step into your full power and go as you know, serve the world. And if everyone had this like energy to do that, then of course they're following their intuition. They're on point with everything they're doing in life and they're staying focused and they, 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 they make an impact. Same thing is true when you have a couple who's doing the same thing. Uh, and there is, of course, there's a the family hierarchy and there's this like very like bio, like uh, biological connection genetically and, and you get into it, bloodlines, all these different mm-hmm. things. But the connection when partners come together and they are their full power, the power couple mindset, it's like not only are they worried about their own little bullshit. Because if you're worried about your bullshit and then you get over it and you are okay, I can serve others, but then you got a relationship. And if you're just worried about each other's BS, mm-hmm, you're not mm-hmm. serving the world. What if this couple male, female power, the whole, the whole system is just the whole freaking planet is built off of that. The male and mm-hmm. female, feminine, masculine coming together. If that comes together just right, you can now supercharge and like power the world and lead, you know, and actually have that essence to you where you're making a real impact, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, another thing that's really challenging relationships too, is, is coming to terms with where you're both at. And so being honest with uh, how we're changing every day, you know, we're changing beings every day, every moment. And so if we can keep that conversation alive, that is also another beautiful way to relate in my opinion, you know, like Mm -hmm. today I'm just, I'm feeling really scared. I don't know what I want in my future. Like I thought I wanted children, but you know, now I'm not so sure. And I know that you do. And I just want to be able to talk about this with you. And the beauty of that is like the feminine is constantly changing and shifting. And so it's a practice. Every moon cycle. Yeah. It's a practice for the men, for the masculine to kind of just be like, okay, I'm still going to hold you in this. I'm still going to love you and respect you and, you know, honor you and listen to where you're at. And it doesn't mean that it's a break, you know, breaker, make a deal, but at least each person is getting to express themselves. And again, what happens when you fully get to do that? There's like a stronger, more powerful, like tangible dynamic I mean, that's just like, whoa, like, I feel like my soul is just opening even deeper for this love, for this connection that I get to express my true, authentic, um, intuitive, whatever, you know, how that wants to come out. And you're not going to take it personal. You're not going to shun me. You're not going to close the door on me, but you're just going to continue to be in relationship and be like, okay, babe, like I hear you. You know, I didn't realize that's coming up for you. I'm so glad you're sharing that with me. Um, so yeah, really being intuitively aware, right. With everyday changes in relationship, because we're two individuals, two completely, you know, unique ways of experiencing our inner world, our outer worlds. There's just so much that goes into, you know, being in a couple ship and, um, yeah. So
0: I think it's, deep. Not, it's, it's trust, you know, yeah. like trust is more than just, are you going to cheat on me? You know, that's like so basic, like nobody needs to be worried about that. I mean, of course, relationships are probably over half relationships right now have one or or both partners insecure. But Mm. I would say that like that's so basic, like trust is just that. But trust is more than just are you going to go in with somebody else or are you going to leave me? Trust is more like I trust that we're both putting effort and conscious, like conscious effort and we're both intuitive enough that we are connecting on a deep level and that you're not going anywhere because you're happy here and we are in joy and we are in love, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, that can only happen if both, both partners are just, yeah. Like intuitively connected with themselves and they mm-hmm. know what's right for them. And as you said, mm-hmm. the feminine can like, can change and and t- and can create these this a cycle of change sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and it doesn't mean that they're going to change and break up can mean that, but it, it, it's like, you have to be able to ebb and flow with that and realize that women are the emotional body of, of the planet. You know, we're and men and we worship women, you know, I mean, uh, people think what they want, but men worship women. Men are like, they, they want attracting a man. Me- well, in general, if I, I ask people this, I'm like, what is the number one desire in the world for every human being? And it is to not just have sex, biologically, but what does sex lead to? Reproduction, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the number one desire. So, like, our number one desire, like all animals, is to mate, is to find that mate, you know, which I think is really significant. And that's honestly a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So, and and so when I, I want you to like finish up with anything else that you want to add, something else that you feel called to share, especially when it comes to intuition and, uh, and this, whole, this whole topic?
1: Yeah. Um, I just want to say I'm feeling a really deep call for everyone to be tuning in uh, right now. It feels like there's a lot of shifts happening and coming out of this whole pandemic uh, creature of sorts. And it feels really important to be tuning in, dropping in, with your dreams, with your thoughts, with your um, loved ones or with your animals or with your flowers, taking time to um, drop in because there's information there. And I don't know about you, but I'm really interested to to know, like, who am I now in this new matrix? You know, how do I want to show up and how do I want to live my life? Um, how do I want to be of benefit to other people? And, and it's not about, you know, me being better than anyone that might not be connecting to that place. It's just, I'm simply like, I just really want to inspire people to connect with that part of themselves because I know how uh, pivotal it's been in my life. And, um, and yeah, we all deserve to feel worthy. We all deserve to be in our pure, path of what brings us joy what brings us excitement inspiration just following that and that is going to lead us into some really beautiful places and um yeah I mean the dark night of the soul is also incredibly important but I feel like it's meant to teach us to really be courageous and really listen to uh the unseen forces that are here all the time communicating with us And that's my takeaway from my dark nights of the soul. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Thank you, Dylan, for, for believing in, you know, what I have to say and and wanting to share it on your platform. And yeah, you've been such an awesome ally. I'm so grateful for you and to continue to share in our vulnerable conversations and deepen our friendship and play more sports and all the things. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. I was actually just going to say the same thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just to thank you for bringing your energy and this material, this, this content to the podcast, because uh, yeah, sometimes we, we can get into a lot of stuff. I mean, my episodes can vary in all different directions, and this is a great place to, to acknowledge how do we break the spiritual matrix that exists, you know, and Mm -hmm. how can we get in touch with ourselves and this intuition It's just, it's just absolutely beautiful. And I love what you're doing. And I know you launched your program and you launched your website. I want you to share a little bit about that uh, as we wrap up here. So tell us what what, what can people get out of the program um, and how do they sign up? You know, how do they get in touch?
1: Yeah. Um, so I just launched uh, my website. It's called um, w, it's at www.intuition-alchemy.com. And you can find uh, more about my personal story of how you know my ex- relational experience brought me to where I'm at right now, which is offering this intuition counsel. So I'm doing one-on-one sessions with people that I'm really just guiding them back to themselves, so back to that deeper part of them that you know they may have overlooked or forgotten about and want to reconnect with in a more committed way. Um, that. Feels like what I'm here to offer, and uh, so a lot of people that are on this transformational journey in their life, and they're ready to really take that leap of faith. So faith in action, you know, signing up for guidance, for counsel, for someone to help them, support them. Um, it doesn't have to be, you know, something that is so terrifying. We're here. We have support. We have allies. We have people that want our best interest. That can see who we, our soul is, what we're here to do, and uh, the better part of ourselves that we really want to shine forth. So yeah, that's what I'm offering right now, um, one-on-one sessions. And um, in the meantime, just sharing my journey along the way with my social media. And uh, that's been really exciting for me and Uh, just tuning into my everyday intuition you know where does that want to be and I'm feeling really grateful to be here in Boulder right now Um, I've been living here on and off for five years or so and it's kind of kept kept bringing me back and I'm just so feeling so good to connect with people like you and meeting new people along the way and yeah it's been really mysterious you know it's like wow what is what is this next step and So this, this intuition piece though has been sticking with me and that's my intuitive inkling. It's like, no, you need to keep, you know, on this, there's something here for other people. So yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that's awesome. I definitely encourage anybody listening and especially females because I think you really connect with females really well too, but males need this too. I mean, really Mm -hmm. genuinely. Um, I think that if you want a better relationship and if you want a better relationship with not just your partner, but yourself, if you want to know, uh, what's right for you, you know, highly recommend Sammy's program. I think it'd be awesome. And, uh, and I'm going to put her social media in the description, uh, of this podcast. So you can just connect with her on Instagram. You can add her on Facebook if you'd like, and I'll even include her website in the description in the bio. So she'll have that access as well. And, um, yeah, if you love the podcast, leave a rating, uh, five-star you know, and, uh, write something if you'd like, write a little comment and let us know what you love. And I really appreciate you, Sammy, if you want to have any closing mm. thoughts, any other closing, any other thing, and, uh, we'll close this out and, uh, end the podcast.
1: Awesome. Yeah. I do want to just add that I have, um, a private Facebook group called intuition alchemy. So it's obviously free and people are tuning in on there to share their, uh, questions or comments also about intuition. Um, I think it's a beautiful way to connect with other people and just kind of, you know, get examples or just see what else is, you know, people are going through or what they're coming to understand about their intuition. Um, So, yeah, that's on Facebook, Intuition Alchemy. And yeah, just sending everyone so much, so much strength, so much love and colors and um, just, yeah, just the ability to really, you know, take time to be with themselves right now.
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely well thank you very much i'm gonna close this up absolutely love it thank you for listening everybody have a great rest of your day peace